Good morning, everyone. Our scripture lesson this morning is going to be coming from Exodus, the seventh chapter, verses 16 through 19. It reads as thus, And thou shalt say unto him, The Lord God of the Hebrews has sent me unto thee to say, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. And behold, hitherto thou wouldest not hear. Thus saith the Lord, In this thou shalt know that I am the Lord. Behold, I will smite, the, smite with the rod that is in thine hand upon the waters which are in the rivers. They shall be turned to blood, and the fish that is in the river shall die, and the river shall stink, and the Egyptians shall loathe to drink of the water of the river. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, unto, Say unto Aaron, Take thy rod, and stretch out thy hand upon the waters of Egypt, and upon the streams upon the river, their rivers, and their rods, and upon all their pools of waters, that may be blood, and that there may be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. So the subject that I want to deal with this morning is God is in control. A lot of times uh, we have a tendency to miss out on some of the things that God has done and doing. And, and I don't know if you remember a few, maybe a couple of years or so ago, the, all the fish start dying and all this other stuff. And, and, and we, the church, did not put things together. They even had instances where waters turned to blood and all this other stuff. And because it was happening in one section of the world that we didn't put it all together. We just thought maybe it was a phenomenal or something like that. And, and, and the animals died as well. So, but we must remember that God rules in the affairs of men. It is our, uh, uh, our responsibility to remember that God is always in control. Even there's a scripture that says, even when, when somebody do something against you for evil, God works that thing out for good. And somehow uh, you've got to remember the saints are going to come out on top of this, in this situation that we're in right now. You're going to come out some kind of way on top. And you remember that in dealing with how did they wind up where they were. They wound up in Egypt so that God could save their life. And you got to remember, if God sent them there to save their life, why would he allow 
plagues and things that he sent upon Egypt to kill them. That's why could nothing happen down in the land of Goshen because God sent them to Egypt not to kill them for 400 years, but to sustain life. And that's the whole reason why Joseph had to go through what he had to go through because he had to go through to preserve the life of the Hebrew. And see, a lot of times we, 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 we miss all the connections and we have a tendency to not to connect the dots. God didn't bring you out of the world to kill you. He brought you out of the world to save you and to make you a part of his kingdom. So no matter what the enemy is speaking to you right now, even in fear about what's going on now or whether you're going to make it or how you're going to be able to support your family or you're going to be able to meet your needs, that's not your responsibility. That's God's responsibility to meet your needs. Your responsibility is to Stay faithful to God, irregardless of what does, what the world does. Your responsibility is, I must remain faithful. And see, this is what the enemy uh, wants us to do. He wants us to have anxiety attacks, to pack our bags and go to bed. He wants us even, even to... Uh, to just not even attempt to have church. No, we can't have church as usual. And if you look even down in the nation of Israel, and in 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 uh, when I was seeking God and I was asking, what should we do? The nation of Israel, when the death angel, when that plague came through, all of them was in the house. God had already closed them in. God had already caused a separation. God had already broken a contract contact. And then in when you look at the nation of Israel versus the Egyptian, God already broke the contact. They sent for Moses. Moses wasn't in Egypt. They sent for Moses. Moses was in Goshen. And the thing about it, we have a tendency to not to connect the dots. You know, even though all this stuff is going on and people are losing their jobs and things like that, you got to know that God has got uh, God is going to take care of you, irregardless. It may not be the way you want to be taken up care of, but God is going to take care of you. And, and I'm reminded even when they got ready to uh, when Moses was making his statements before Pharaoh and tell, let us go with cattle and, and, and stuff like that so that we can go into the wilderness and make sacrifices to God. Moses, oh no, we can't, I can't do that. I, I can't do that. So God said, okay, what I'm going to do Moses, that I'm going to allow 10 plagues to come upon Pharaoh. I'm going to allow 10 plagues to hit the nation of Egypt. I'm going to allow some things to happen, but I want you to know this, that because I'm in control, and that don't you get upset because they don't do what you ask them to do, because I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. You may, you may not think nothing about it, but I don't know if you noticed that even every time our president get on there, uh, he done changed his mind. Every time you turn around, something else done happened. But 
Could it be that maybe God is causing his heart to be hardened because God is not through yet? Oh, you you got to look at some things here. And, and, and God don't want, it's not going to be over until God wants it over. I don't how, care how bad you fast and pray. You can't fast and pray to get God to move outside of his will. God only moves in the center of his will. So now, we, we, let's see, let me give you the list of the plague. Now, the first thing he did was turn the water to blood. Now, isn't that ironic? Blood uh, was the life of everything. And, and, and right now, even as we go in and out of our house, driving up and down the streets and stuff like you shouldn't, uh, uh, you, I'm not telling you not to put on your mask, but you shouldn't put a mask on or walk out your door without pleading the blood of Jesus over you. You shouldn't be driving up and down the street without pleading the blood of Jesus over you. It's something about the blood of Jesus. And even if, if not only the blood of Jesus, you should call the name of Jesus because everything is fearful. Jesus has power over everything right now. Even the last thing was conquered was death, hell, and the grave. He has conquered death. If, even if, you know, if some of us got forbid, if God even allowed some of us to get the virus or even the symptoms of the virus, I guarantee you we won't have the full effects of the virus because God just works like that. Then he allowed frogs to come on, then lights and, and nets, and then flies, and then he killed the livestock. The livestock got filled with disease. And see, we had not been been putting this thing together. Everything that already been happening uh, uh, for his livestock's just dropping dead. And then you allow bars to come upon people. And then he allowed, let, allowed hell to fall from heaven. Then he allowed the locusts to come in. And we heard even now they got locusts in the Middle East. And then darkness hit the uh, the land of Egypt. And then he allowed the death of the firstborn. Now, because, now, Pharaoh considered himself a God. And all that was was pride, people. You can't exalt yourself above God and they think that God is going to bow down to you or the world can't exalt itself above God, which they have. They have done. They've exalted themselves above God and so now we got a battle of the gods. Now we know who God gonna win. They brought back Baal and they brought back all these other gods and they bowed down to worship these other gods and all these other religions and things like this the Zen and the and all this other stuff and, and so now God is saying hey I'm jealous. I am a jealous God and I will visit the iniquity of the parents upon the children to the third or fourth generation. Now, it, God allowed all this stuff to keep on going on until he determined, predetermined that he is going to visit us because of what we do. 
And see, this is the world. This is the attitude of the world. Let me do what I want to do, but don't you judge me or don't you contradict, contradict me or don't you tell me what I'm doing is wrong. They want to do everything they want to do, but they won't, don't want to be held accountable. It's sort of like our children. They want to do stuff, but they don't want to, you to tell them, son, everything got a consequence. Daughter, everything got a consequence. And so now we are living in the consequences of what we've done. So if it was, you know, they come out with all these uh, ideas, try to flood and hide the truth in front of our eyes. It was in a lab. Maybe, no, it was by bats. But the, all it is is confusion. They tried to create as much confusion as they can so that the weak-minded folk of the world can be deceived. Folks sign up for deception. And, and this is the thing, that when folks sign up for deception, you can't help them. God has to help them. I know we're concerned about our unsaved loved ones, and, and, and we want them saved, but do they want to be saved? And, and, and that's the whole key. You, you know, if, if, if we just go around, if we could just go around saving folks, we, we would do that. But God didn't fix this thing, so unless they apply the blood over their doorpost, they can't be saved. I know we watched Sesame the Mills where, where they went and, and applied the blood over somebody's doorpost that, that didn't want to be saved and they pushed them out. But no, 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 no. God don't work like that. God don't save nobody unless they want to be saved. And we ought to thank God that we want to be saved. So, you know, and, 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 and we must remember that God can do whatever God wants to do to get us where he wants us to be. So uh, they were not able to drink water. Now, now, now you must understand that. Now, uh, the necessities were under uh, uh, attack by God. Now, isn't it God to give rain? Isn't it God to give water? God can take back anything that he deemed necessary to get your attention. And see, a lot of folk, uh, they have uh, come to the conclusion that I can do everything that I can get, do, and you can't say nothing to me. And, and, and God is not going to judge me because God is love. Now, I don't care uh, how much it, I, I love you, uh, but if you start treating me like dirt, uh, peace out. I don't care how much you are uh, uh, supposed to be my natural biological brother and biological sister. If you start treating me like an enemy, peace out. You ain't got to put me out the family. I'm walking out. I need you to know that. So, you know, now, now God has given us a free will. And this is what people want to do. They want to take advantage of the free will that God has given us for our purpose only. If you choose not to do serve God willingly, God ain't going to change your mind forcefully. 
And see, this is what we, we don't get. That's why the Bible says you got to serve God with all your heart. You got to bring your heart to church. A lot of people want to bring their bodies. That's why they only come on special holiday. And look like Easter going to be canceled this year. <laughs> Isn't God a smart God? He going to cancel Easter for you this year so you won't have to spend your money buying your frocks coming for one service and say, I done done my job for the year. No, this is every day of the year, whether you're at church or not. And you know, the, the thing about it is now we don't teach folk to serve God when you leave church. It's all about when you come to church, you serve God or you make it look like you say. Who cares what it look like? Because when you get down to where the rubber meets the mud, we all going to die. Some way, somehow, maybe not at the all the same time, and then sometime at the same time. We going to leave here. And we should have known that coming in. That man that is born of a woman is of a few days and a filled with trouble and then you die. If you think I'm lying, go to Abraham's house this morning. I'm talking about the one that started the faith. Go find Sarah this morning. She gone on somewhere. Can't nobody, don't nobody even know where her bones at. And we gonna die just as sure as we live. But the question is, Will we live again? Oh, that's, a, that's an interesting question. You mean to tell me if I die, Job asked, shall a man, if a man dies, shall he live again? Then Job said, I'm going to wait until my change, Job, you know what Job said? I'm going to hold on to this until my change come. If I die, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. All it is, some of us get a shorter trip and a, and a shorter ride. We, we don't know. God has everything already planned out. Let me give you uh, the... Uh, the definition, I believe it's Merriam-Webster definition of, of control. Uh, control is to exercise restraining or direction or to influence over. God has the influence. You think that you got up this morning, uh, even though we don't have, uh, uh, we're not at our physical location, but you put in your mind that you're going to watch uh, the, and, and take part in the podcast or the broadcast this morning. But no, God predestined. God provided a way even before we knew we was going to need this Zoom thing. God already knew that we were going to need this and he already put it in play for us to find this so that we could still keep meeting together even though he done shut down the world. Oh, you think Trump did it. Now God says, stop what you're doing. Think about what you're doing. Even my people that have gotten too close to the world, think about what's going on. If I should come today, or if I should come tonight, will you be ready? So, brothers and sisters, it's all right. It's all about being saved. In another definition, for it is an, it is 
an act or an instance of controlling. It's power or authority to guide or to manage. God manages his people. God manage his church. You know, I, I, I noticed something in this day and time that, you know, I don't wouldn't want to be a manager. Managing the church is hard enough. But trying to manage folks out there in the world, all of them, all they want is a check. Some folks come in the church, they don't want a lifestyle. They just want to get the glory. And they don't want to get there the right way. They come to church just to say, I got a place when I die, the preacher going to put me in heaven. Not this one. I'm going to preach to the living. I'm going to say if he or she didn't get it right before they closed their eyes, ain't nothing I can do to help. Can't push you over. You can't push me over. Because just as you may see all good, God may say, hey, hey, wait up now, wait up. There are some things I know that you don't know. So we're still going to fall in the hand of a righteous God. And God is always fair. If you notice, even if we mess up, and even in our mess, ain't no, ain't no if, even in our mess up, God allows us to repent. God allows us to clean it up. You know, church right now, it's time to clean up our mess up and get ready to go back with God. God is giving every saint, this is a warning sign here. And, 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 and I'm going to allow Reen to give her testimony tonight of what God has told her uh, in our prayer session. But this is a warning sign right now. If you want to be saved, get your focus off of everybody else. Don't let the world duke you and deceive you. Get your focus on God and tell God to renew you, revive you, and stir you up so you, when he called his church, your spirit will be in tune with his spirit and you'll be ready to fly. Uh, wait a minute now. You mean to tell me? But see, that's all it is. Now, when you look at even Lazarus, Lazarus had to die in the faith in order to be raised in righteousness, in order to be to come back alive. He had to be able to hear the voice of God. Yeah, I've heard backsliders say, God don't deal with me no more. God don't talk to me like he used to. You've got to get all that stuff out of the way so the communication between you and God can go back to the way it was. God does deal with his people. God does talk to his people. And so you've got to get back with God so that God can make sure that you are one of his and so that he can forgive you of anything that might be in the way. And see, a lot of times it, it's not so much what's in the way. A lot of times we got to be clean so that we can be used. Now, think about this. Now, God called Moses from birth, raised him allowed him to rather to be raised in Pharaoh's house. And he got contaminated 
with everything that was down in Egypt. And so God at a point uh, started convicting him about the way they were treating the uh, the Egyptians were treating the Hebrews. And so when they got, uh, uh, when he got to an age where God is getting ready to call him into a position, you know what God had to do? Send him out into the wilderness, cause him to run for his life so that he could be purged. So that all that stuff that we done rubbed up against all that stuff that we didn't let go in our mind, all that stuff that we didn't got a taste for can be can come out of us. Church gotta get right. It's, it's getting right time right now. He so he's allowing us, or we should be taking advantage of this time to get all this stuff out of the now you know that those peoples you can do without. Now you know there are some places that you were going and put before God that you don't have to go no more. Now you know there were some recreations that you were doing that wasn't that important because all of a sudden now you stopped everything. You could have done it before, but the devil was playing with your mind. Now, even the maidens, it's an amazing, isn't it amazing? Everything has stopped over a few weeks' time. There's a whole lot of folks you don't need right now. You don't even talk to. They don't call you and you don't call them. <laughs> God's got a way. Pay attention to what God done moved out of your life. And when if this ever subsides, don't go back and get them. God has broke the connection overnight to get us to get ready to get out of this world. Now, you notice now, when he got down to the death angel, they had to get ready. They had to get ready that day or uh, days prior. I wish it would have given us a better timeline because you really don't know how long this process took. Moses was 40 years old. Aaron was 43. But how long did it take God to allow 10 plagues to come upon the nation of Israel? That time, I haven't found it if it's in there yet. They come out of Egypt. How long will it take God to come back for the church? We'll never know because God ain't never told us. He's just told us to be ready. Isn't it amazing? We know it's going to come, but it's our responsibility to be ready. So they had to make the Passover meal, which they found out later it was a Passover. They made that meal and they ate it with their staff in their hand and their shoes on their feet. My God. Bags had to already be packed. Everything that was going to be 
that was going to be done had to be already done. Saints, pack your bags and let's get ready to go and be ready when God say it's time to go. You know, the, 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 the worst thing, the worst thing that you can do is be late when God is ready to go. Nobody talks about the five wise version and the five foolish. Whoo, I ain't got the Holy Ghost yet. I need some oil, all the simplified of the Holy. Oh, hey, I, I, let me go to church. Well, who are? I ain't been in many churches open. Especially truth, even truth has been attacked right now. Let us go to them that sell and buy. I see a whole lot of folks that wasted a whole lot of time and they're not going to be able to get that time back because God dealt with them in their season and a lot of folks to miss their season. Don't you miss yours? Don't you miss your season to get things right with God? Don't you miss your season to, to be a light to God if God is trying to draw somebody into the truth in this hour? Because you don't want to see God. If you do, you miss your season, you don't want to see God. Because there are going to be a phrase, depart from me, that we all going to get. That just don't do right. So, if God, a lot of people want to say, if God is in control, why did he let this and that happen? Well, why don't you just do right? I got a lot of whoopings growing up. And mom said, if you would have just done what I told you, I wouldn't have had to whoop you. I don't know why the church in the world just don't want to do what is told us so that we won't have to get a whooping. God don't whoop his children and God don't chastise the world unless there is a reason why he's doing it. So now, if we're in the judgments of God, there can't nobody turn that around. Going to the revelation. Nobody turning around. You can't stop what God is doing. And you try to fight God by praying against what He's doing. We, the church, should be asking God to let His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Whatever's going on up there, Lord, let it be so down here, Lord. Whatever's going on on earth, on heaven, in heaven, Lord, let it be done in me. So there's some stuff that we just gonna have to tell them. You got to take that on the chin. And when folks start running to you, I know you don't want your blessing to be uh, uh, whipped on and cut off by God. Because they had a time to get it right. 
And you cannot, I, I remember, remember a lot of times that, that we were kids, we were getting whooping. We ran behind one another. That just stopped them leaks. Whoever was in the way, you either got out of the way, you got whopped with it. And I can see God just doing that. Who wants to take a whooping for somebody? Who wants it? I know you don't. Not from God. You don't know how you're going to fail. But you need to tell everybody, like the old folks said, every tub got to stand on his own bottom. You got to tell everybody, you got to repent for yourself because I'm going to repent for me. You got to tell everybody, hey, you got to get right with God just like I got to get right with God. And they say, well, it don't take all that. It may not be for you. I ain't got time to argue with you. And I ain't going to argue with you. But I know I needed it more. So I ain't doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. We got to get all the stuff that God said sin out of our lives. You know, there's a whole lot of folks got an interpretation of sin. But it ain't what God said. What did God say? God told us to seek ye first the kingdom of God, a heaven, and all of his righteousness. Brothers, sisters, we got to find out right now, Lord, is there anything in the way? We got to find out right now, should I be praying and, and seeking God? Lord, Spirit, Spirit of God, speak to me. If you got to wake me up out of my bed, if I got to fall out with somebody, if I need to cut somebody loose, give me the power and the strength to be obedient to your word. You know what I found out? God, has, we, each and every one of us, have something or somebody that God don't want to influence us. And they have influenced us and pulled us and caused, and a lot of times they cause a bridge or a breach between our relationship with God. God wants more and they want more. You know who you should be cleaning out? I, I ain't got time for you right now. I got to find out what God wants. You got to read this. You got to get that word in you so it can sanctify you. Thy word have sanctified me. And the word of God is going to sanctify you. You can't sanctify yourself. I put you in the house, take the TV, take the radio, take everything out of the house. You just is contaminated. Because guess what? Sin is in you. It was born in you. And if you ain't, if you be uh, on an island by yourself, you're still going to be seen. Even when they find you, you're going to be nutty as a fruitcake. You done lost your mind. You done lost track of days. You just start talking to coconuts and you just start talking to rocks. Because sin is in you. God has come to get it out of us before we make it or make that transition from death to life. I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Let God have the control. Give up your control and let God lead and guide you because that's what you're going to need in this hour. You know, what if this is over tomorrow? 
you're still going to have to do the same thing. Because we're not scared about what's going on out there. We're not afraid because the Bible tells us that even when this is over, something greater is going to come down the pipe because that is the will of God. When fire starts falling down from heaven in the revelation, when the vows have been broken and opened up and the horses are, are riding, there's something greater that is going to come because God is going to bring all these folks to their knees. Before it's all over. Don't let them harden their heart. He ain't doing it for some of them. Ain't going to never be saved. I don't care what God do. Because the enemy has gotten it. We got a time. The Antichrist hadn't really made. Uh, revealed himself yet. He may be already here. But he ain't revealed himself. But we know when that happened. Look out. Because the nation of Israel is getting ready to be under attack. Who would have thought all that happened in this short period of time, we voluntarily gave up all our rights as American citizens. We changed the Constitution of the United States. We voluntarily allowed them to take our jobs and close our businesses. And you think persecution for the church Ain't going to never happen. We need to think about these things, brothers and sisters. The Bible is being fulfilled. I, am, I, I urge you, connect the dots. Even if you have to go back 15, 20 years, the, all the animals that was in the seas came up on dry land, all the birds that fell out the sky, all the mass animals that were diseased that they had to dig ditches and trenches and just put them into. It's me.